1: Let me tell you what I'm about to do. I'm going to terrify you. I'm going to make you believe that Brock Purdy and Tua Tonga-Vailoa are the same player. Then, when you're convinced that they are the same player, I'm going to show you that they aren't. Some of you are going to get mad. Don't get mad. You'll miss the most important part if you're mad. I know you hate the idea right now that they could be the same. But why? Why do you hate that idea? Somebody who loves Purdy as much as I do wouldn't have the courage to do what I'm about to do, but I trust that you are going to stick it out. So, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, prepare yourselves. Here we go. Brock, Purdy, and Tua Tonga Vailoa, all grades from PFF. Right now, Tua is ranked number one, Brock's ranked number 11. All right, that's one of the rare differences I'm about to show you. Completion percentage, Brock leads the league. Tua's number two by two-tenths of a point. Yards, Brock's number two. Tua's number four. Touchdowns, Brock's number two. He's got 25 touchdowns, second in the league in touchdowns. Tua, fourth in the league in touchdowns. He's got 24. Interceptions, Brock is better in this category. He has seven, Tua has 10. Big-time throw percentage, Tua, second in the league. Brock, fifth in the league, 6.5 to 6%. Average depth of target. Brock is eighth in the NFL, eight and a half yards. Tua, 15th, 8.2 yards. Well, that's really close. Average time to throw a pass. Tua leads the NFL, 2.3 seconds. Brock, ninth in the league, 2.66 seconds. Tua gets out faster. There's more. PFF grade on deep passes. Let's talk about the deep ball. Brock, number one graded quarterback on the deep ball. Tua, number two graded quarterback on the deep ball. Well, do they throw the ball deep the same amount? Yes, by percentage. Brock is 15th in the league. 11.4% of his passes are deep balls. These are 20 yards or more. Tua, just behind him, 11.3%. Almost identical numbers. What about their completion percentage on deep balls? Ah, Brock's better here. Much, but relative to the league, it's close. Brock is number one in the NFL, 65.9%, blowing the league away. Tua, number three in the NFL, 53%. So 13 12%, 13% better for Brock. Ranking-wise, very similar. How about touchdowns on deep balls? Identical. They're tied for the league lead, nine apiece. How about interceptions on deep balls? Brock is much better in this category, just one. Tua has five. Turnover-worthy plays on deep balls. Brock is eighth, only 4%, Tua 23rd, 10.6. So, Brock protects it better on deep balls. Time to throw deep. Tua gets it out faster on deep balls, 2.8, Brock 3.3. Is that all? I wish. Intermediate throws, Tua number two, Brock number three in yardage. Very close. uh, About 30 yards apart. Intermediate completion percentage, Brock number three, Tua number five. Very close. Yards per attempt. On intermediate throws, these are 10- to 19-yard throws. Uh, This includes Yak. Very close. Brock is number one, 12.8. Tua is number six. Average depth of target intermediate throws, almost identical. This is not Yak. This is how far the target is when you throw it to him. 14 yards for Brock. 13.9 for Tua. Almost the same. Time to throw on intermediate throws. Boy, Tua gets it out fast, 2.5 seconds. Brock is ninth. Tua leads the league. Turnover-worthy plays intermediate. This is a reverse of the deep balls. Tua protects the ball more intermediate. Brock puts it at risk more intermediate, 2.8 to 8.5. Big difference there. All right, what about the percentage of short throws? Neither one of these guys throws it short. People think they do. Tua, fewest percentage of his throws are less than nine yards. Brock, eighth fewest in the league. So both are... I think better than people think there. And this, I love this one percentage of throws behind the line of scrimmage. Tua is second, 22%. Second most throws behind the line of scrimmage. Brock, second to last. Second to last. Fewest throws behind the line of scrimmage, 14%. What haven't we done here? Ah, George Patton, the great general. The original, we always uh, on this show give credit to Lorenzo Neal for saying this, but George Patton might have said it first, pressure makes diamonds. After all that stuff that makes them look the same, something makes them look very different this year. How often is Tua pressured? Least among NFL starters, in fact. 23.9% of his dropbacks he's pressured on. Least among starters. Like guys who, you know, play a lot. Brock. Eighth most pressured starter in the league, 39%. Brock is pressured, what, 15% more than Tua is. But look at the uh, completion percentages. Brock against pressure is 54%, which is fifth in the NFL. He's got eight touchdowns and two, uh, eight touchdowns and four picks against pressure. Tua, 26th out of 27 quarterbacks this year qualified in this category. 41% completion percentage against pressure, just ahead of Bryce Young. Two touchdowns, two picks. Now, this is not Tua's norm. He's got, it's gotten worse. Last year, it was just over 50%. The year before, it was just over 50%. But Brock has done this in year two, 54% on 39% pressure rate. Again, eighth most pressured starter in the league. First impressions are often wrong since they are based on past experiences, your current mood, surroundings, or appearances. I think the reason that Brock Purdy gets judged the way he judged is not because he was drafted 262. I actually don't think, I was thinking about this last night, watching Tua. I don't think Brock would get a bunch more credit if he'd been drafted fifth. is the example. Look at these guys. Statistically, they are very similar. And Tua's been doing it since he came into the league, the difference was he made a more negative first impression. Statistically, though, it's there. But he made a more negative first impression than Brock did. But think about Tua, right? What hurt Tua? Tua was drafted ahead of Justin Herbert. The guy who physically looks like everything you would want with the fifth overall pick. Or the first overall pick. It's crazy in hindsight, he didn't get drafted higher. I'm not convinced that Brock would be viewed differently if he was drafted fifth because Tua was drafted fifth and Tua doesn't get any credit. Everyone's looking for reasons to tear Tua down. I don't want to say myself included, but I watched that game. I looked at the numbers. I went, oh my God, there's got to be something different between these two because you hope that Brock gets better than Tua and he is. I think those pressure stats say a lot. I think the deep ball accuracy stat says a lot. I think the time to throw deep ball accuracy, uh, the time to throw on deep balls says a lot. Brock's turnover-worthy plays on those deep balls were very low relative to Tua's, but I think the pressure thing says the most. What Brock has been able to do under pressure is mind-blowing. We talked to Kyle Juszczyk on the show in the offseason, and one of the questions was, Kyle, Juice, buddy, once this sophomore season gets going and all the defensive coordinators, the great defensive coordinators in the league, Dom Capers, Dick LeBeau, you know, all the guys you can think of, Dick's no longer coaching the league, but I just love saying his name. When they get an off season to prepare for Brock, when they're, when they're, they're in the house in Boca while everyone else is on the beach, what are they going to come up with? And what did Juice say? Some of you may remember, he said, they already did it. They already pressured it. They already pressured him. He handled it fine. I was one of the smartest things anybody said in the off season, because the season has played itself out. It's proven to be true. He handles it fine. First impressions come from appearances lasting impressions come from action this was said by me just now it's a historic quote it'll go down in history and remember you were here when it was said first impressions come from appearances lasting impressions come from actions the first impression of Brock of course that he was the 262nd pick but really the first impression from about Brock is he was last on the depth chart he didn't get a lot of passes in camp he got on the field he was small his arm doesn't look like Herbert's he doesn't uh, uh, run through guys like Lamar two is the same, but lasting impressions come from actions. And right now Brock's actions are creating a guy that's going to make incredible lasting impressions. If he can keep it up at the rate that he's going, then one day there won't be any debate, but there's no question right now to me that it's more about the way he looks than where he was drafted, where he was drafted matters too. Of course. All right.
0: Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: You made it to the end. I hope um, through all of that, maybe it sparked some different thought in you. I'm sure I missed something, Uh, but I just started looking at the numbers and it was one of these things this morning where I looked at one thing and then I looked at the second thing and then I looked at the third thing and then I looked at the fourth thing and I thought, oh my God, I got to write this down. These are all the same for the most part. For the most part, the last thing I looked at, I didn't go into it with any preconceived notion of what I was going to find because I didn't know that everything was almost identical. And then the last thing, the last thing I looked at was the pressure. It just happened to be, if I looked at that first, if I looked at the pressure stats first, I probably never would have looked at everything else. But I just looked at the pressure stats last. I just went through the progression and went, oh, it looks different when I watch them. Two of them, the, the throw that two of them made to the front of the right pylon in front of the end zone to uh, Tyreek Hill yesterday. was ridiculous. That was part of it. I was watching the game going, Oh, I don't think this guy gets enough respect, but I also don't think he's as good. So what is it? What's going on here? Uh, Remember this. It came from guy, me, guy, 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 guy. Uh, Yeah. You know who calls me guy, guy? Uh, Nick Aliotti, the legendary Oregon defensive coordinator. I, I've known Nick for a few years because I've done TV work with him, and he's the he's the one person that calls me guy guy. But as I've said, I maybe it was him that put that in my head that if I were to change my name to a stage, if I should have, if I could have thought of this twenty years ago, a stage name. That's what I would have gone with. Uh, Scotty B, five bucks. Thanks, Scotty. Let me take a sip. I've been battling a throat issue for several months. Um, what separates? brock purdy from Foles or wentz can he maintain this level of play well for what from what separates him from Wentz, his teammates love him <laughs> that's for one i mean carson was putting together their mvp season it's pretty crazy it's one of the not forgotten seasons but part of what made the full super bowl so wild was that he replaced a guy who was playing better than he'd ever played and better than he would ever play again in carson wentz that year so yeah consistency absolutely i mean There are things with guys where you go back and you can pull somebody's best season. What was their best season here? What was their best? season? go look at baseball. It's funny. When you look at baseball, you can always pick like, Oh, this guy had 38 home runs that year. And then 27 uh, or less the rest, what happened? Um, So it's, it goes back to, it goes back to this famous quote, lasting impressions come from action, action that lasts, not one time action, right? Action that lasts. And I think that's what will separate Brock. I mean, from a from a uh, organizational standpoint, he's got the stability. Foles was all over the map. Remember, before he won the Super Bowl, he'd been at a ton of bad situations. Um, he hadn't been great. Uh, he was on the ver- Remember the story? He was on the verge of retirement. Once upon a time. Um, so, uh, you know, I think a lot. Uh, but if we're talking just like fundamentally as a prospect, as a guy in the locker room, Brock's more athletic than Foles. Much more athletic than Foles. And, uh, he's a much faster processor than Wentz and, um, a, a leader like his teammates like him. So there's, uh, you know, there's that somebody asked this, uh, Cosmo says, how is Brock Purdy 11th? Who's second and third? He's talking about PFF grades. Uh, good question. I don't know. Um, I mean, I can tell you who, I don't know why, uh, I didn't have time this morning to really dive in. And honestly, I'm not sure I would, I would totally understand. Some of the grading, I don't use a lot of the grading. I love the raw stats, but, um, uh, I suspect, I wonder if some of it is that PFF has Brock Purdy at three and a half percent of his throws are turnover worthy, which, um, you know, the, the guys ranked ahead of him don't have it that high. So maybe that could be it. It's Dak Tua, Josh Allen, Kirk cousins, Mahomes, Herbert Hertz, Goff, Stafford, Lawrence Purdy, you know? Take it all with a grain of salt. I, not in a million years would I take uh, golf over Purdy, especially if I was playing the Niners. Um, Pablito, Tua seems like a nice dude, but he seems like a goofball. Every game of theirs I watch, he's slipping or there's a snap or something. Yeah, there was. <laughs> they, we, it's, Why does we, so much weird shit happen in these Dolphins games? The, fumble, the double fumble on the goal line yesterday from Tua on the snap was a weird one. I know it feels – that's the eye test to me that none of these stats reflect the eye test that I saw, which is that um, it does seem like the Dolphins, for as you watch me, like, okay, I'm kind of watching the Niners here. Um, Really weird stuff happens to them on offense, like really weird stuff all the time. And a lot of it feels like it's Tua running for his life, trying to make a play, getting swallowed up. I thought that I would look – here's something I thought I would find and didn't find – I thought I would look and see that Tua's like sack percentage is way higher than Brock's, but it's not like percentage of times that when they're pressured, it turns into a sack. I mean, I can tell you what it is. We've already bogged everybody down with the numbers. 19% of pressures turn into a sack for Tua and uh, 16% of pressures turn into a sack for Brock. So it is, I mean, 3%, like there is a difference. Brock is better at Escaping, especially for Tua who gets the ball out quickly. I think maybe what it indicates is that when Tua's first read isn't there, because he leaves the league in time to throw his deep ball, the deep ball comes out really fast too, unlike Brock's. Brock's might be a function. Maybe there's a little more of the play action, deep ball with the deep drop. But I also think part of it is Brock. My guess, if we had a way to, I'm sure somebody can measure this, if we looked, Brock would have hit more deep balls in which he extended the play. Um, than Tua. So I think some of what that seems to indicate to me would be that Brock processes faster once the, if the first or second read isn't there that Brock can make, still make a play maybe better than Tua. But you know, that's something that like Mike McDaniel would have a great opinion of that. Although Mike actually, maybe not. I mean, Mike didn't get to spend any time with Brock last year, but you'd have to get them together and and figure, you know, that, that, that's just my hypothesis, my guess based on that. Um, I love that quote. When the Niners win number six, I'll reference this quote. Yeah, or you can reference just me saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. First game against the Dolphins had my first impression as, wow, his processing is elite with all those blitzes. I think that's pro- that's a, um, I'm a Brock comment. Uh, Tua has limited mobility and is very Jimmy-like when the first read is in there. CJ, I think there's something to that. Tua clearly a system QB who can't do shit without Tyreek. You have to at least recognize <clears throat> that this <laughs> that the numbers with Tua and Brock are the same, are very similar in a lot of ways. And people are so dismissive and abusive of Tua, and then defend Brock to the to the hilt, the tilt, the hilt, the kilt. Like at least let's reckon. Look, Pro Brock. He's. T- I don't think him and Tua are the same. I think he's better than Tua. But we've got to at least recognize that Tua, like last year, led the league in touchdown percentage, led the league in um, average yards per attempt. Brock, this year, same thing. This year, it's like MVP. Last year, it was like, ah, Tua, get out of here. Can we at least acknowledge that? And you can still say Tua's better, but at least acknowledge that when Tua puts up these numbers, everyone ignores him. And he was the fifth pick. So why? I think part of it is the first impression that occurred with him and Herbert and Herbert looking like a steal and Tua looking like a bust. And um, I think he hasn't shaken that in the same way that Brock, it'll take a while to shake being picked 262. But I think both of them had negative first impressions for people in terms of, you know, what do we think? It came at different times. The second Herbert looked like he looked, Tua's stock started tanking. Tua doesn't, you know. So <laughs> let's at least acknowledge that. And that's why I don't think it's as simple as, well, if Brock had been drafted fifth, he'd be getting all the love. Well, would he, would he be drafted fifth ahead of Herbert? Would he have been drafted fifth ahead of uh, Mac Jones? Right, Because it, it'd be different. That's what's wild about the Trey Lance draft is like none of those guys outside of the first guy make any of the rest of them look bad. You know, like the Jets get killed for Zach Wilson, but no one's like, well, could have had Fields, could have had Lance, could have had Mac Jones. Usually that's how the draft works. It's, it's a guy gets judged in part on who comes after him, and that class just gets dra- <laughs> just gets judged on all being terrible quarterbacks. Uh, guy, I hear way more people say it's Brock surrounding players. Yeah, hundred percent, people say that. Here's a comment. Turnover-worthy throws. Laughy emoji. Is Grant the one uh, grading PFF? That's funny. In fairness, the center went down. I don't think it was the fumble was onto it. Yeah, I don't know that it was. I'm not saying it was or wasn't onto it. I'm just saying there is something about. Uh, there is something about watching their games sometimes. Uh, Charlie, would you guys give away Debo and Ayuk for Tyreek? This might sound crazy. I wouldn't do that two for one. No, maybe it doesn't sound crazy. I mean, part of what makes Brock special, makes Kyle special, is their ability to spread it out. Now, if you told me, you know, you get Tyreek plus somebody who's, you know, uh, who would be the? Uh, Try to think of like a, a a Debo, a poor man's Debo. Because I think Tyreek is a rich man, you know, like a, a rich man's everybody, but a rich man's Ayuk. I wouldn't do that deal, though. Herbert isn't as good. He gets all the excuses because he looks like a QB. I take Brock over a bad, uh, and hey, has a bad coach. He doesn't have a bad coach. Uh, right. Like, that's, but I, I don't think it's just about draft position. I think it's, it's, go back to this uh, famous quote here from me 10 minutes ago. Uh when we say that Brock gets judged the way he gets judged only because he's picked 262, we're not giving all of us enough credit for the fact that we see plenty of guys drafted in the top 10 and immediately think they suck too. Like we make very quick snap judgments about Mac Jones, top 15. Very, people are like, no. Fields, very quickly. People are like, oh, I don't think so. Now he's had some flashes he's actually playing a little better lately. We'll see. Maybe he's a victim like Herbert of a bad situation, and a bad coach and revolving door at OC and whatever. I mean, it, they definitely haven't been helped. That's undeniable. But I think the biggest thing when it comes to quarterbacks is the most basic judgment. It's appearance. The same th- thing you do when you walk into a room and you start evaluating everybody's appearance. I think it's this, it's, it's not overcomplicated i think it starts with that like if herbert had some by some wild manner been drafted 262 and put up brock's numbers ask yourself this would he be judged differently the answer is un un the answer is not debatable hell yes he'd be judged differently even if he was drafted at 262 why would he be judged differently because of the way he looks his arm strength his physicality, his speed, like all that stuff. It is the first thing you do. What do you do when you what do you do when you're watching a football player you've never seen before? What do you do? I'll tell you what I do. I google him. And the first thing I look at at Wikipedia is where he went to college, his height and his weight, like, oh, man, 6'6", 230. Went to Bemidji State. Did he get in trouble? Did he have bad grades? Right? Immediately, snap judgment. Mm, interesting. 66230 went to Miami. Oh shit. This guy must be legit. <laughs> it's that simple. Can we do the DAC comparison next? You know we did a DAC I didn't go as in depth on DAC, but there was John and I did a DAC comparison before, but maybe we can we can do that. Uh DAC beats up on bad teams. I meant to click on this from Tyron Lannister. Tyron Purdy's a better scrambler than Tua, but Tua has a lightning quick release. I think Brock is more of a poor man's Joe Burrow, the way he plays. A poor man's Joe Burrow. Uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of like the Burrow comp. Oh, uh, no, never. Tyreek's off-field stuff. Well, he would not be a fit, at least for this group, the way they're built. <clears throat> Go back and look. Remember the video I made. Some of you, may, I mean, maybe a couple of you do. About two weeks ago, about Ayuk, made a video about Ayuk, and I said there's three things, three reasons you keep Ayuk. Remember what number three was? Number three was Ayuk has a championship mentality. Doesn't throw tantrums. Doesn't have to get talked to on the sideline. And I played three different DK Metcalf clips in that video. Block, Brock isn't a poor man's anything. That commenter is a moron. Commenter is not a moron. It's a come on. It's a comp. Let's not get so defensive. Um, and he is relatively a poor man when you look at his salary. Comment: The only time I've seen Brock rattled was after the hit that put him in the concussion protocol in the Vikings game. Other than that, he's unflappable. Tua needs more confidence, belief to play well. Yeah, I think part of it, Tua, uh, and uh, like I like defending Tua a little bit just because he seems like a really good dude, and he's clearly a. NFL starter, um, but I also think he's. I think what's beautiful about Tua's career is that he was in situations that um, he was in situations like, that could that could really ruin somebody's career, and luckily the Dolphins got him out of that career very, got him out of that spot very quickly, and and got him Mike McDaniel. Poor man making one mil. I know. Look, man, when I when I go to bed at night, I I hope I say a prayer for Brock. Hope you can survive. uh reason Tua gets ripped down is he has stunk in the NFL before, but Purdy's never looked like that over a long period. Yeah, I, I, I agree. That's, that's part of it. The first impression was not good. The first impression for Brock was fantastic. Being compared to Joe isn't a bad take. I agree. I mean, you want to debate if he's a poor man's burrow or not, but uh, I have to think about that. But I, I don't, you know. I I think it's a good. I think it's a compliment, even if it doesn't sound like one. Maybe he's better than that ultimately, but just Mike, I'd say Purdy's a really young Drew Brees. Drew was quite mobile as a young player. Toyota and Alaska Airlines making up for what the Niners aren't paying Brock. I think he's got some other endorsement too. I haven't seen. I saw. Here's another defense of Purdy. People the other day on the internet, uh, <clears throat> which is where I know most of my people we making fun of Brock's uh, outfit saying he looked like he was the one I saw that was good. was like Brock looks like he saved up all his Kohl's cash. Um, and I showed it to my wife, Alyssa. And she said, well, everyone should stop making fun of him. He looks really nice. <laughs> and uh, my thought was she, she actually, what she said was, do you remember how you dressed when you were 22, 23, 24? <laughs> and, uh, I Yeah, I didn't dress as good as him. My pants did not fit as well as his. They were definitely baggier. Um, And uh, I definitely wasn't wearing like a bomber jacket over a (laughs) button-up. Morale, I can see why I'm getting shown hair product commercials on your YouTube channel. You know, I I thought about that today. Like, should, is there a way, does anybody work at one of these uh, hair product Companies. I use two different hair products, so I could advertise for either. One is a super high-end product, and one is like you buy a Target for seven bucks. I combined them. Um, although today I'm just right now, I'm just wearing the $7, $8 Target product. So, you know, I could hit both markets. We could do the the high-end salons and we could do, you know, the dudes getting $20 cuts at supercuts or what does a haircut cost to supercuts. I, I haven't been to a supercuts in a long time. A long time. Uh, Cousin should send his gold Kohl's cash chain to Brock (laughs) I did not see that (laughs) Uh, Here we go, now this is the kind of analysis We need, Brock gets paid $3,300 Per completion, Dak makes $100,000 Lamar makes $200,000 Most valuable player I'll tell you what, if that's Not analysis Sometimes you can summarize an award race in one sentence. And that's what scro- scrology just did. Like I'm a Heisman voter. I, I voted for Michael Penix. Let me summarize it for you in one sentence. He leads the nation in passing on one of the nation's best teams. Who's undefeated and going into the college football playoff ranked number two in the nation. That's the argument. Like that guy on paper, blind resume, Wins the Heisman. Didn't this year. Wasn't even close. Don't get it. I just made a note because Scrology just had a great point. My wardrobe back when I was 23 was bought at Hot Topic LOL ripped jeans, Metallica T-shirts. I wish Brock would wear that. All right. I think that's that for this. Uh, Thanks for joining. Appreciate it. Like this video. Subscribe to the channel. When you subscribe, more people see it. Help this sucker grow. Let's go. Let's go. Let's move. Let's move. Send it to somebody you love and uh, talk to you soon. Let everybody.